This is the MS Show, the podcast for people with multiple sclerosis and their families who want information and inspiration. I'm Bron Webster. I've been living with MS for over 20 years. I'll be sharing with you tips, stories and ways to keep going with MS. Hi, welcome to this episode. It's all about how can you feel good enough when you live with multiple sclerosis? Do you live with MS and judge yourself against what you used to be able to do? How are you going to ever feel good enough? Have you ever heard yourself saying things like, I'm terrified what state I'll be in given a few more years like this? Or... I can't run anymore, so I've put on weight and I'm getting flabby. I feel like I'm not being a good enough mum because I don't have the energy to do as much anymore. Why can I walk three miles one day and then a few days later I can hardly walk to the car? What is going on? Comparison to others? And that includes comparing yourself to an MS-free you as well. Unrealistic expectations of yourself. So what is good enough? So I think, first of all, we need to know our own MS. It's important to get to understand what's typical for you with your disease. And there are different types. And it is unpredictable to an extent, but typical patterns do exist. And when you're filling out questionnaires, disability level questionnaires and things like that, these questionnaires often allude to these different outcomes, different prognosis. So the sorts of things that I've noticed cropping up time and time again, what are typical MS symptoms? It can affect both of your legs. It might only affect your legs. It can affect both your arms. It can affect all four limbs. But also, it might just affect one side. So it might affect one arm, one leg, and all the way down your body. That's actually where I'm at in my disease at the minute. And the prognosis of MS it's really unknown. It might, in terms of progressing over the years, it might throw everything at you now and put you into your MS future at the outset. That's the progressive diagnosis. It might alternatively keep throwing different symptoms at you and allowing you to recover a little bit as you go along. So what happened to me was that I had a couple of years where I had lots and lots of symptoms. In terms of going down the whole list of possible MS symptoms, they all hit me and then recovered somewhat. You then, you might go through a period where you've got no physical symptoms, but fatigue seems to be the bane of your life. Or it might just simmer away with not a lot to show. Just some weird things cropping up from time to time. So there's various different things, but there is no MS crystal ball. We've got no idea what tomorrow's going to bring. We don't know what it's going to bring on the disease front or on the treatment front. 
And all we can do really is live for today and feel that we are being good enough and being strong enough. So let's start by thinking about being realistic. We need to know and understand that very often there's a gap between our expectations and the reality. Just think about booking and going to a restaurant. If you've booked a lovely swanky posh restaurant with beautiful pictures online and the menu saying heritage tomato, burrata, basil and olive. Devonshire crab with coconut, chilli and lime. Risotto of garden vegetables and herbs. Spiced duck breast, cherry and almond. Blackcurrant soft meringue, violet and vanilla. These are five courses that you can have and it's going to set you back just £100. This nice, swanky restaurant. An alternative lunch might be in a nice country pub that's got a good reputation. The menu's simple, they've not got any photos online and it might say, Sunday lunch menu, rich tomato soup, roast loin of pork or veg roast, accompanied by roast potatoes, roasted root veg, cauliflower cheese, seasonal greens, braised red cabbage, Yorkshire pudding and rich gravy, followed by winter fruit, crumble and custard. And these three courses cost £30. Just think what your expectation levels are for each restaurant. If the gravy was lumpy at the pub, the £30 pub, how would you feel? If the chilli and lime jus at the restaurant have no flavour, then how would you feel? Which would be the biggest deal? The expectations and then the reality, the gap between them will affect your anger. You're going to distress more if the gap's bigger. I know which would trouble me more if I was paying £100 for a meal and I expect everything to be perfect because I've got really high expectations of that meal. So it's to think about what we live with and we've got to try and keep this gap tight and that means we're thinking about how can we control the MS reality? Can we control it? Well, yes, to an extent, we can stay healthy and strong. We might take the disease-modifying drugs if it fits with how you view your disease. We can make concessions and manage how much time we put into things that are non-beneficial. And if we know our purpose and we know our priorities, then yes, we might be able to control the reality to an extent. But I think on the main part, it's outside of our control. And that's the difference with MS. There's only so much you can do. And that's why we need to aim to understand our MS reality. But looking at the other side of the coin, can you control the MS expectations? 
With MS, we've got to consider whether having high expectations, such as a swanky restaurant, are realistic. There's one main player that's involved in this, and that's you. But there are others too. And we need to work out who, who else's expectations we can try to control. The expectations of work, our partner, our children. And really, we need to aim to be good enough and be strong enough. But we don't need to aim to be a swanky restaurant. So let's think about controlling expectations then. Who has got expectations of you? Do you know what they expect? How do you know this? Maybe at work you've got a set of tasks and responsibilities. Were these agreed when you started working there? Was that before your diagnosis or before things started to get worse? When was the last time you had a discussion with your manager about how things have changed? How would you explain the impacts to them? I remember coping through an awful lot of of symptoms one after another. Once I felt a little bit better, I told my boss and he said, I'd never have known Bron." And that, at the time, was the response I was wanting. So if you are coping with symptoms and you're talking at work, it's about finding a way to really explain the impacts on your work and what difference you might need to apply. You might want to listen to episode 41, which was about stop feeling worthless and finding your purpose and priorities when you live with MS, because I think that is going to be really useful alongside these setting of expectations. Who else has got expectations of you? Family members, people that you live with? Do you know what they expect? I mean, really know what they expect, not just what you think they expect. How do you know it? When did you last talk to them about it? If you didn't do the things that you do, who else would do them? If you didn't do things and nobody else did either, what would be the impact? If you didn't do the hoovering and nobody else did, what would the other people in the household feel? Do you know what? I once took time to consider all of this and I realised that my husband really didn't care. He really is really not bothered by dust or bits on the floor. And when I realised this, it meant that I could relax and I could try, because it wasn't easy, to stop caring. But what if they're not like my husband? What if they do really care? Do they care enough to do it themselves? Or enough to pay somebody else to do it? Maybe enough to ask a friend. Your aim with MS is to be good enough and to be strong enough. It's not to be all things to everybody and to be that swanky restaurant. So how can we manage our expectations of ourselves? Think about a conversation. Imagine chatting with your best friend. If your best friend told you that they'd got MS, what would you say to them? If they told you they couldn't walk five miles anymore, what would you say to them? You'd probably ask, how far can you walk? 
or how far do you need to walk? If this best friend told you they were struggling to do their job, what would you say to them? I think I'd ask them how they might make the job easier for a little while. What might they need to ask their boss to change or who might they ask for help at work? But would you be kind or would you tell them to just just suck it up, just get on with it? That friend, that needs to be you talking to yourself. Our aim with MS is to be good enough and be strong enough. So managing the expectations of yourself. When you're thinking that everybody else is expecting you to keep the house clean, do they? Is everybody else really expecting it? So how can you help your reality? How can you be realistic in your expectations? How can you scale back your expectations if they're unrealistic? In the last episode, I talked about thinking about some what-if scenarios. What if this happens? It's okay for me to decide to whatever you decide because I have an unpredictable chronic illness and I am good enough and I am strong enough. So that is tying together the what-if statements from the last episode and thinking about a situation. So what if the hoovering doesn't get done? It's okay if I decide to not do it because I've got MS, because I've got an unpredictable chronic illness and I am good enough. I am strong enough. We don't need to be perfect. We don't need to be the swanky restaurant. We don't need to be who we used to be. We don't need to run 10k in 50 minutes. We don't need to do what we used to do. We don't need to be the head matron or the CEO of a company or the top salesperson. We just need to be good enough. We just need to be strong enough. What are other people's expectations? Do we know that for sure? What are your expectations of you? We can be our own best friend and we can ask those meaningful questions. How? Why? What if? How far do you need to run? Why do you need to run? What if you can't run? Well, it's okay for me to decide to speed walk with my Nordic walking poles because I've got an unpredictable chronic illness and I am good enough and strong enough. Accepting the change is where it's at. It's okay to not be perfect. So let's be kind, let's be realistic and let's treat ourselves kindly. If this episode's been interesting maybe thought-provoking. Possibly it's something that you feel helps you with MS support and it makes you want a little bit more of this. There are two things that you can do about it. You can subscribe 
subscribe to the podcast, listen to the next episode, listen to future episodes and all the previous ones are there as well. And also you can let me know that you want more of this because this is just one of the elements I'll be exploring in my Action Takers membership club and that's going to be launching in February or March later this year. If that's something you want to do, then just click on the link that's in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening to today's MS show. Please subscribe, rate and review this podcast. And if you'd like to get more involved with the MS show, why not join our Facebook community? Just search Facebook for The MS Show. Come back soon for another dose of MS information and inspiration. You've been listening to the MS Show podcast.